version of Talking Element, Never Read a Bioverse Edition, Summer 2022. And today I'm going to talk with Janelle Cantrell, who asked some questions about when Jesus says, ask me for anything and I will do what you ask me. It's kind of a great discussion about prayer and losing people and God not doing what we want him to do. So we'll head into it. I really appreciate that you wore a nice red shirt and I just rolled out of oh, bed. There you go. But gray and gray and red. Yeah. Mine's covered in stuff, and, my, and I'm like, I've got bedhead. <laughs> yes, you're right. I didn't come out from doing the pens and cleaning and feeding the horses and cows. You know, I actually got cleaned up. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Aaron! Why, why, do, why don't you just say who, who you are so people don't know who you are? I'm Janelle Cantrell, a member of Element Christian Church. And I've <laughs> been a member, I don't know how long. So uh, you had a question, and it references, part of the question was John 14. Mm -hmm. So do you want to read it for me? Okay, John 14, 13 and 14. Whatever you ask in my name, I will do it so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. I prayed when my, my sister was so ill, she passed in the, in the 80s, mm. and I prayed, and I prayed, and church members prayed that she would be cured and continued living with us. She's very faithful, mm. never lost her faith in all the pain and everything mm. that the... What does she have? She had several different things. She had brittle bones, she had epilepsy. There was a couple of things they didn't know what she had. And she died of acute leukemia, which they did not diagnose until she was dying. Right at the end, yeah. Right. And she died, of, she suffered all the way until uh, her death. And then I was praying for my sister that died last year. She suffered, very faithful. Mm and she said, I know we're not supposed to ask why. And I say, yeah, we, I ask why all the yeah, time. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing wrong with asking why. You can <laughs> <That's>, ask why. <laughs> and You may not get the answer you want I, if you do get an answer, but... So true. <laughs> yeah. And I was actually praying that he would take her home hmm. because she was suffering and she couldn't take care of herself whatsoever. Hmm. And uh, that didn't seem to happen. She just dwelled and dwelled and dwelled. And uh, she did finally pass. So I, I wonder why I have asked, not for myself, and maybe it's family, so maybe it is for myself because we don't want to lose family. Right. But others have prayed for them. I have prayed for other people, and others have prayed for other people. And some people seem to get the miracle, mm -hmm. and others don't. Mm -hmm. And I don't understand why this type of verse, which is... Not the only time it's mentioned. Right. Doesn't seem to work. Mm -hmm. Okay, a um, couple things. First off, I understand it's, this is a very emotional issue. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it's hard to take a step back and look at it from a purely intellectual point of view. You know, because sometimes mm -hmm. it's like, that, that becomes so stoic at times. 
where it's like I'm in the middle of this emotion, I'm feeling these things. Okay, so let's talk about this like Balkans, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> like like Spock. <laughs> yeah. wanna, and and it's very difficult to separate those things. I just want to acknowledge that first. Yeah, right? I, and I understand okay. that. Okay, so I don't yeah. just want to sound like, well, let's think about this without our emotions involved because we're emotional creatures when we got to. Um, okay, this is what I've done for the last couple of people that we've talked through verses with. Knowing the character of God and his sovereignty and who he is, what do we know first off that this verse doesn't mean? I know that God is not a wishing well. Yeah. He's not, you know, like you mm -hmm. go to the restaurant and the Buddha's there mm -hmm. and you rub the belly and go money, 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 right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that didn't work either. <laughs> So, yeah, th that's great because, you know, God is not the one that we rub his right. belly and ask for it. I mean, one of, the, one of the biggest things is in the Gospel of John, in context of where this is, the Gospel of John goes pretty quickly, you know, through John chapter 1 through John chapter 12. And as soon as you get to chapter 12, the whole book, the rest of the book slows down to one week. And so the first 12 chapters, like a couple years, and then that very, those last chapters are one week and so the whole thing slows down, and this is now working directly and talking to the disciples. So this is something he actually says directly to the mm -hmm. disciples. Yes. So, you know, one of the things when I was talking to Michelle about her question is, again, Jesus, where he's in John, he's talking again directly to the disciples about a question that she had. And this, again, he is saying something specifically to them. Now, I don't know for us if we can take that and say, well, that's for all of us or if it was specifically for them. There are some things that we read because we are so far removed, we don't know all the answers to mm -hmm. it. I think that uh, when we talk about miracles in the Bible, you, you look and there are essentially four times in biblical history where miracles seem to make a, an appearance, mm -hmm. uh, that they became common. And that was in the ministry and work of Moses, and then it is in uh, a couple of the prophets, you know, Elijah and Elisha, you see that. Mm -hmm. And then you see it in the ministry and the work of Jesus and then the ministry and work of the apostles. And that's really in the scriptures the only time where it's really common. And the rest of the times you read the scriptures, it's uncommon. Not that God doesn't do things, mm -hmm. but it really seems to be uncommon in the rest of it. And I think that the point of that is there are certain times that God is doing specific works in specific ways. and. Sometimes when we read the scriptures, we, we look at it and say, well, this should happen now. You know, God should part this sea. I want to drive mm -hmm. across and get over there or <laughs> whatever that is. And, we, we, yeah, yeah. and sometimes we do. I think we think that the things that we read in the scriptures are, should be common to our lives. And where I think the Holy Spirit indwelling us and walking with us and, and loving us as we go through hard things, that, that is something that is common. But I think necessarily miracles may not be. Mm -hmm. And that and that kind of leaves us in a spot today of, well, like you say, God, why this person and you know, why not my sister? And mm -hmm. why why is that suffering there? So my friend Donald, his they have these chickens, and I wrote this blog about this, that they had this chicken named Sunshine, probably the nicest of all the chickens. Like, you know, my sister was faithful and she loved you. <laughs> nicest of all the chickens. And they have mm -hmm. no idea Sunshine why Sunshine died. And he's like, what do I do? And I said, what you don't want to do is be like, oh, I don't know what happened to Sunshine. Sunshine disappeared. <laughs> I said, use this as an opportunity to talk about why death sucks, mm -hmm. that it's our enemy and that there is sin in the world. And, and what sin does is it causes illness and pain and all the things that we, when God originally created us, was not part of who we were. 
and sin comes into the world and it destroys it. And that's why we hate sin. We hate the results of sin. We hate what it does. Mm -hmm. And this is why we look at the greatest miracle I've received, which is that God has stepped in to rescue and save us from our sin, that there is redemption and restoration in what he's going to do. In John, this is a reading, <laughs> uh, 16, and it's 24, verse 24. Until now you have asked for nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive, that your joy may be complete. Right. What, and so in context, what's taking place that, before that in John 16? You know what, I read that and now it's, just, it's gone out. <laughs> uh, when a woman is in labor, she has pain because her time has come. But when she has given birth to a child, she no longer remembers the suffering because of the joy that a person has been born into the world. So you also have sorrow now, but I will see you again. Your hearts will rejoice and no one will rob you of your joy. In that day, you will ask me anything. Right. So in context then, mm -hmm. you know, what Jesus is speaking about is that he's going to die. And, you know, they're looking forward to this Messiah, what the Messiah is going to do. I'm going to be taken from you. Mm -hmm. you. You are going to have sorrow. But it's just like those, those birth pains, that mm -hmm. something better is actually coming as a result of all those pains. True. And it's, it's, this is the perfect verse for don't take a verse out of context. <laughs> or, well, that's, that, I wasn't going to be mean about it, but that's what I was going. Oh, you, can be mean about it. <laughs> you can't just take that one verse and not see what's going behind it. And it know, so I it's, it's what, what is Jesus talking about? You know, yeah. it's, uh, when when you see things like uh, you know, whenever you ask for something in my name, the the operative phrase there in in the Greek is going to be in my name, mm -hmm. because there are a lot of people who will even pray and ask for things in His name, but they're not really asking in His name; they're asking in their own name. Mm -hmm. it, it's like you even said, you know, I I guess it's asking for not asking for me, or I guess it is asking for me. Right. It's, it's, are we really asking in his name? Because in his name means accordance with his will. I don't, I don't know if we can ever even get to the place where we're quiet enough anymore to hear God leading in that. Because yes. there's so much, when, when you have a relative who's sick or a friend who is hurting, there's so many emotions bound mm -hmm. up in that. And I think that one of the things we should probably look at in the scriptures is that, you know, God says, I am with you in that moment. Mm -hmm. As you walk through that pain, it's like that Jesus understands our pain. You know, his friend Lazarus dies. Mm -hmm. He feels that pain. He does raise him from the dead. <laughs> <laughs> but Lazarus still died. But the beauty of that is also that we have a resurrection coming. Yes. And it's, so it's not that Lazarus Amen. didn't die. Yeah, he's... He was resurrected. And it's not that your sister didn't die, but there's a resurrection mm -hmm. coming. And so the same promise that was seen in Lazarus, I think will also be eventually seen in your sister and for you and I as well. Mm -hmm. Jesus, when he heals, he doesn't heal everybody. You know, he'll go and he, and he was healing specific people for a purpose. And one of the ones that always blows me away is in actually a, uh, in John where I think it's in chapter 5, and there's all these people around this pool, and they're waiting for the waters to be stirred because there's this oh. legend, whether it's mm -hmm. true or not, right? And Jesus walks in, and he heals one guy out of that entire crowd. Like, not mm -hmm. just that guy. And that guy was the biggest whiner of the bunch. And he was a guy who eventually will turn Jesus in and be, yeah, that guy did it. Go after oh, him. Right. To, I just yeah, read that. Yeah. yeah to yeah. save his own butt. Right. And it's interesting. Jesus chose... It was on the Sabbath. Yes. And Jesus chooses that guy mm -hmm. to heal, 
not any of the other people that who are like, oh, I really love God mm -hmm. and they're really faithful. They're stuck there trying to find a way to be healed. Jesus picks out that whiner who was there probably because he didn't want to get better and just wanted to beg. <laughs> and that's the one he heals. But that's a story we tell to look at the difference between how God sees and does things versus us, because there is a purpose in him doing that. Mm -hmm. You look at the Apostle Paul, you know, you have Timothy, and Paul will say, Timothy, take some wine for your stomach, because Timothy has a stomach ailment. And do you think Paul didn't pray over Timothy to oh, heal that yeah. stomach? And you know he did, but yet God didn't heal Timothy in that. God didn't heal Paul from his own mm -hmm. affliction, because there's a reason behind it that we don't understand. And I, and again, it doesn't make it easier in the midst of your sister who is suffering mm -hmm. and, and is dying, but when you take a step back and, and see it, it's that God always knows what he's, what he's doing. And do we, in the end, trust that God is actually good? Because things that we see, how can this ever be good? Mm -hmm. Yet it is. Because God will bring about what is best for his glory and his people's joy in the end, more than we could ever understand. God does move us through hard places mm -hmm. in our lives because it moves us to where we understand His goodness better mm -hmm. by the end of it. It's, it's, it's like, think, you know, think about our salvation. It's given to us as a gift, and yet, not, and we don't work for it, but how much work is it in some sense to get to the place where we stop working mm -hmm. for it? Because we just think, I've got to do this. I have to make myself worthy of this salvation I've received. And it is almost work to not work for the salvation that you've received. And yet I still have those, those times when I'm going, what are you doing to me? Yeah. I, have, I have some very severe back problems that rear their ugly heads sometime. I'm sorry, I have a hard time feeling that God is with me at that mm. time, that anybody is there to help me through mm. that. And that's when I get, I get shaken through that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And I know, and this leads me to another question, is prayer. Mm -hmm. We pray, what, is, is prayer work or is God have a plan for people? There are plans. Mm -hmm. So no matter what you pray, that plan is in place. Mm -hmm. So your prayer is not going to work. Okay, so that, that is what people call fatalism. Okay. That, you know, whatever's going to happen is going to, yeah, God is mm -hmm. sovereign. What we have to understand is sometimes we think prayer is about changing God. C.S. Lewis said this thing, which is great. He goes, I don't pray to change God. I pray and it changes me. <laughs> yes. And, and I think what we, we look at prayer a lot of times as a way to either change God or get God to do something for us when, when many times I think God is using prayer and that, to build that relationship because that's the biggest part of it. Mm -hmm. It's not, what do I get? It's not, how do I change this? It's, how does this relationship with God develop? And it, re and it develops through prayer. And so instead of many times looking at prayer as God fix this thing or do mm -hmm. that, it's, I am in the midst of this pain and I'm gonna talk to you and let you know how irritated I am about mm -hmm. it and the midst of all of it, and, but I'm gonna talk into you. I mean, one of the things you see in the Old Testament, the only thing God doesn't want is our silence. You had talked about something in church and I started crying, so I was leaving. And Sarah stopped me. She says, let's pray. She said the most beautiful prayer. First, she kind of stumbled, you know, because, mm -hmm. okay, this is kind of a tough question. She said, as a parent, you already know the answer. 
You're going to tell your kids no. Mm -hmm. But don't you want them to talk to you and tell you what they're thinking and why? And I said, yes. Why are we even here? I should have brought her in here and had her sit <laughs> here and talk to you about this. That's great. Yeah, that was the that was a great answer. And I, I lean back to that. I keep that I keep that in here. Does God being good require him to heal everyone? And in our culture sometimes mm. people think yes. Like if God's mm. good, he's gotta do all the things. Uh, one of the things you said, you know, he she was faithful. She, and and does our faithfulness require God mm -hmm. to heal us? And no, it doesn't. Right, and, and but, but that's, it's easier to say. You want that. it to be. You do, like, but but then that's like, God, I do this. Now you mm -hmm. got to do that. And mm -hmm. there is nothing that puts God in our debt. That's right. We are always in His for His rescue yes. and salvation. This is how you know I can't really answer all the questions uh, yeah. of why, but can I pray for you? Yes. Is that okay. okay. Yes. Okay. And again, as we've been saying every week. Feel free to ask any questions you have at connectedourelement.org or on Sunday mornings on the bottom of the sermon note sheets. Just write the question, throw it in the offering box, or hand it to Sarah. We'll make sure we get those questions answered. Have a good week.